We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. This is Barry Henriquez from Kilkenny's only dedicated radio station. I'm looking for a bit of help from you, one of our wide number of supporters. I know that you're having a tough time, but I'm hoping that you can support our fundraiser, Split the Pot. It starts on Friday, the 25th of September. You will find the yellow boxes in the business premises of our many supporters around our city. Please put your two euro in the envelope provided, plus your name and telephone contact, and drop it in the box. My sincere thanks to every one of you. If you're not in, you can't win. You just gotta be in to win. Ganairi Amborlev Galere. Community Radio, Kilkenny City. We're local like you. Frank Grinsel says it as it is on Kilkenny Today Business. We're back for another week and I love the way Mick, uh, Mick says that, Frank says it as it is. There was a great response to the President Pat talking on the show last week. Yeah. More lads rang in. They were actually delighted with that, that he'd actually visit Kenny and talk live on the radio to us. Yeah. So, so that was a huge success getting him in. Mm. Fair play to you on that. Yeah. It's even you bigger success you, today. You, now, you didn't. You didn't get sell him a holiday home or anything. No. I, I would say he needs one. In fairness, that man, if he had a holiday home, it would be in Ireland. This is Frank Grinsley. We're back on the radio between five and six, and our text line is Pat will read it out in a second. But we're open. We're going to come up with a quiz for the fifty euro voucher to him and Langton. And Anne has half breads one and this one. Uh, to give out, so we're okay. We're 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 above board with the vouchers this week, Pat. Okay. Sponsored by myself, and I'm glad to do it. Um, and if you can get the answer, it'll be brilliant. So you can text us in. And the Miles Cabinet is, you know, I mean, I haven't heard from him for a while, so maybe he'll no, with me. I no, don't know. Look, I'm delighted what we have, and we were just talking before the show, the amount of years Selen is sitting in this studio at the moment with Pat Riven and Richie Power, the ledge, uh, and myself, which is in Selen. Um, the sum of the years, Richie, you're welcome by. The sum of the years between us all here now, Selen. Thanks, Fran. Many, uh, year, many years on the road. Tell the truth. Yes, I come up 42 years on the road, Fran. It's a long so, time, isn't it? Has a fair bit of mileage. A lot of years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a what, lot of years. Rich, you know, there's a lot of different cars. <laughs> you've gone through a lot of cars. We have, we have. Um, I just some crack, because I remember you really well. You know, I, I've, I've always remembered you going around. You're always the same old happy head on you. And despite what was going on, maybe might have been going on, and there's always something going on in our lives, but you always had the one same... Um, you always look the same. Always a good old form, and you look as brilliant like down through the years. Ah, look at it. I suppose you know. I I have enjoyed the the road over the years, and and you know the amazing thing about the forty two years. I suppose I I'd say I have drove forward in thirty six of that forty two years. Yeah. Because when I was with, when I started, with, well, HB ice cream wouldn't have been a Ford, but I give twelve years with Barry's and it was Ford the whole time. And then when we when I started with uh, with a Britpick, the company I work with now, the the lease plan was forced for n- nearly every every four years well they're very seldom the change you know you yeah, would have a yeah. choice of two or three and I have to say you know 
I, I could never say I was ever let down by by a Ford car, you know. Yeah. Well, that's Michael Ling fairly happy. <laughs> 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 Just, he was he was here one day, and I swear to God, I never met a more PC man. He never, if he was going to say anything, it was never going to be the wrong thing. Anyway, that's, <laughs> he was absolutely correct about everything. Hey, Richie, as long like you've had a really good career, you know, on the road but also through sport everything has gone right for you the lads many kids three uh, five, you know, kids, five kids they're all um, what ages? out and about yeah the eldest our eldest Jamie was 40 this year so 40 down to uh, 28 Okay, you were busy for a mm. long time weren't you <laughs> mm. you, Look, were, you were going home in the evening anyway Richie that was for certain but I have to I have to say one thing as uh, you know one one thing I will say about sport and when you have kids involved in sport you know when I go back to 26 27 28 like when the country was absolutely flying you know th there was people going around trying to sell holiday homes in yeah, Bulgaria yeah. and places like that but it uh, was like Anne said to me one night she said like why would you want a home in Bulgaria she said we haven't time to go to Tramore because <laughs> we're in the, we're either gone with Camogie or gone with Hurling like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think anyone that doesn't have that and um, we'll get back to talking about the road in a minute but I think anyone that doesn't have an involvement in sport or in clubs a lot of people are shy and don't want to do that Richard I feel people think they don't have the talent of it but if you have kids and you go to watch matches the amount of friends that you can make just standing on the line watching mm. people and having to crack with people and just watching young lads play can, can, I'm going to skip ahead I want to ask you something before I go back to something else do you know um, this quest for for elitism that has come into sport discussed it here a few times uh, where it is, we're under 10 now they're looking for development squads is it a good thing or a bad thing? I wouldn't agree with it Fran I, I wouldn't agree with it because I think uh, children can develop at different stages of, of their life like you know you could have kids very you know very um, skillful at 10 or 11 whereas maybe other kids mightn't come till you know 16, 17, 18 and if you're if you if you're bringing them in at development at 10 like sometimes these lads can be overlooked I've seen it I've watched it for years because I would have been uh, heavily involved with, with, with sport and, and that like underage and I just watched it for years and I always dreaded this A, B, C system I know you have to label some players and, so, and there is natural born, born athletes and there's others then generally as B team players run club I'd always say that but th that elitism has crept into uh, into sport and reading there's a report out recently that's why I'm delighted to hear your answer because there was a report out re recently highlighting and showing that elitism in sport is a negative for a lot of children mentally oh. and it affects them going forward yeah well like, 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 I, I would use an example like and no I, I'm, I, Pat might correct me on this but I remember '99. We Eddie Brennan came into our panel, and he wasn't initially on a panel at the start of '99. But that's under 21. That was under 21. Yeah. Now, I'm not so sure he would have played minor. He didn't play minor, no. And look, and at, he look didn't at, play with Kieran. Look at where Eddie Eddie Brennan uh, finished. finished. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, look at what he achieved. Like now, maybe you know, maybe he would have been picked up. But mm. I remember coming up John Street, um, maybe three or four months into into that campaign in '99, and 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 this gentleman stopped me outside Lang Eamon Langton's, and he said, uh, "How's the under twenty one going for you?" And I, you know, I just generally I said, you know, it's like every team, I suppose, you had another forward or two yeah, to look yeah. at. And he, because he actually mentioned Eddie mm. Brennan to me that evening, and I went to look at him against Dunamagan in a junior game, and. You know, we just uh, we, the management team. Then we we went and looked at him the second time, and we straight away we did. We brought him and in. And he back. got the goal in the All Ireland. He got the goal in that All Ireland. Yeah, they never have won it, Pat. Yeah. There's probably a lot of Eddie Brennan's that slipped through the cracks. Then that didn't because they were they were they were um, pocketed or boxed at a certain level. 
never came through afterwards. I probably had the ability or didn't get to look. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like Sadly. Uh, well, what do you do, I suppose, uh, the answer then? Well, look, I still think, you know, just because a, a person at 14 or 16 might make the grade yeah. and, and he's hurling really well, you know, with his club, at, at, you know, let him four or five years down the road, like he, he shouldn't be overlooked. Like They're not to say he can't go in and do a job at senior level. Mm-hmm. I'd always uh, I, I'd see it and one of the greatest days and I've seen my own young lad played with Ireland something that's you know at soccer is it's a great achievement but uh, one of the best moments was the year Alan won a, um, a match down below in Nolan Park there with uh, O'Loughlin's we beat the Borough in an under 16 county final and the Borough had beat us by 41 points in the in the league previously up in the Lachlan so then you had this success but and Alan would have been a very average young lad and the difference that made to him to get that now in, in life itself he's fine and he's good and he's level but I, I often see with with um, GA clubs maybe it's town clubs or big clubs that if you don't have the name Power or Tracy or whatever that it doesn't matter as much if you don't play hurling would you notice that or would you admit to that being so or would you well I I I'll say I'll say, look at uh, both ways, Fran. You know, you take you take a small club. Um, I think it's hugely important if if a father and mother are, are interested in it. Now, it's a huge help, but that's yeah. not to say a, a young a, a young chap or a young girl, you know, that that has that interest. If if, if they're being looked after in the club, they still should come and and and, and you know and develop and enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. Like we spoke about. Uh, team sport like you know you, you you have kids playing team sport they have friends forever like yeah. you know they, they're coming with them from a, an age like. the, the one thing uh, the one thing i see in sport that works through life is uh, that often the lad that doesn't win you're the perfect lad to answer actually often the lad that doesn't win and is, is not used to success can battle harder than a fellow who wins easily and gets to a level you get players or people who, who get to a level and then are comfortable at that level and are uncomfortable driving on where a lad who, who, who fails is used to just battling anyway and can drive on it. we had a different level and he doesn't even realise he's after driving onto it would you find you won a lot now would well you? I I I, I, I <laughs> I go back to awfully the year uh, the, the weather was really really bad now, the year is, is catching me but awfully we were in an All-Ireland final and Jim Healy our that old was 1985 1985 what's it like doing everything yeah? and I only remember <laughs> the, bad, the weather <laughs> but <laughs> I, I remember the weather was horrendous right and I, I was at home one night and Dermot Healy knocked on the door he said Richie is there any possibility you'd do me a favour he said I'm bringing down the Offaly team to Nolan Park next Sunday he, he played a 15 of 15 in Nolan Park mm. now they had their team picked and like Brendan Birmingham is something is a is a horror that would remind me of what you asked me there a few minutes ago. This guy wouldn't have maybe the real uh, hurling ability, but yeah. his work rate as a as a as a centre forward in in them times was unbelievable. But they had him dropped for the All Ireland final, but no one knew that. But after the we had an unbelievable um, match. Kieran Brennan, Harry Ryan, Joe Hennessy, myself, and they're about six or seven of the Kilkenny lads made up the two fifteens. It was a real rip roaring game. Now there was no one holding back, and they went down to lengths after for something to eat, and they actually changed the team. Yeah, and Birmingham was outstanding in the final. But he was the type of player that wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't stand out maybe score a pint from the sideline, whatever. Mm. But he was he was a real team player. In, he was in a real team player in sport and in business. Uh, the one trend is there consistent of his wins that, that if someone is consistent about in business you're on the road you're on the road 42 years you're buying and selling you're going into 
pubs and shops for all those years. You made huge contacts and, and made a lot of people happy. Maybe some unhappy, but all, mostly happy. But it's some achievement when you can continue that length of time on a road going into different businesses. Is it sad when you've seen those businesses actually fold? And like you, 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 We were talking before we came on about Rat Downey. I was 21 when I opened up down there in Rat Downey. And in the time I was there, 14 businesses closed in that street. There's now, sadly, on the whole street, three businesses left. I was in it, uh, Fran, I, I drove through it, I'd say, the it's, week before last. It's mind-blowing. It's just, it's so sad. Yeah. It, it's, it's, and that's a, that's a fine town out Rat Downey. Big town. And, and when I go back, it's from 82 to 84, and then I left it for a while, or 82 to 94. That town was absolutely buzzing. It, yeah. it was from, right from the time you drive in the Johnstone Road, like, there was businesses everywhere. But Incredible. It's, it's frightening now. I suppose I, just for why, why did it happen? Well, just for until you get a grip of our we had a fish and chip shop, traditional one, we had a restaurant, and then we had amusement games and everything else. At any time, uh, I was only young, I'd finished working with Mr. Kerr, went managing Mullingar in the Greville Arms, came back down and started my own. And at, at any time at lunchtime, we would have 200 to 300 eaten. It was just an incredible thing, like, and people who come from Ros Gray and Johnson were all coming over. It was just an incredible thing as to how consistent business was all the time. Now you put in long hours, and I remember we went. I remember I know myself. I went two and a half years out there and night off, just working sixteen-hour days, one after another, like. And it was learn, a learning curve or learning trade. You were learning a trade in business. People tend to think business is varied. They don't. Every business is the same. Like every business about buying and selling. Every business about running it at a profit. And, and so, but for you going around to different towns, I mean, Jesus, so sad now. You drive into a place and it's closed. Everywhere is closed. Like your trade has gone now to you go into six shops when it used to be thirty six shops. Yeah, it is, and uh, you know, like I just said it, uh, Colin Duggan, the the GM and the Woodford Donman this morning. I said, Colin, you know, look, how many years am I coming into? I said, I never thought for a minute I'd be coming in with a mask and you know, and yeah. uh, covering your face like. But you know, the business I'm in now is, you know. It's taken. They're taking a ferocious hammer, and you know there is businesses out there that haven't been affected by the COVID, but there is quite a few have. But like the hospitality trade, as is, it's in big, big trouble, and they're going to need all the help they can get to next day. To next day, lads are wondering why, why the why things are. You have Ibeck talking about like there's a huge contradiction, and we're close to a. We're either close to a recession. We're in recession. We're in. We're either close to to going broke, or we're actually we could drive on and be okay, pending on Brexit. Because um, Ibeck is talking different things, and and then you're looking at at what England are talking. And if England get their way and behave the way they can, and Trump goes back in, there's only one way to describe us: like we're in bother. If that happens, and like uh, our own government, we're so small. Economy-wise, we're so small that the slightest thing can tilt us, or the slightest thing can bring us on. You know, but without England behaving, we're going to be in fierce spotter and it's not COVID is going to affect us. Like, but it's, can, uh, like, it's very, very hard to see the European Parliament uh, bending. They, they, they just have to, to stand solid. Stand this. solid, yeah, They, they will, have yeah. to stand solid on it, like. Yeah, look at it and all. But for ourselves, for, for coming, you know, going to Kenny and you, many counties do you, are you cover now. You're with Briffick now, massive That's company. Like. Yeah, yeah, look at um, Briffick would have bought us in, in 97. Um, I'd be covering three and a half counties. A bit of wobbly. Carol, I thought it was only a bit in it, but she <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I used to, I used to do um, Tullamore, and there's another town. 
like Tullamore was an unbelievable Midlands yeah. town. It's a real, really busy town. There's fantastic like, roads into it. Or maybe over. You know, but it, they, they, that would have gone back. Yeah, you know, it's the rural rural areas really have suffered a lot in the last the last there, number of years. We, we're, we're not addressing what's happened. We spoke about loads of times here, and Kilkenny City uh, is is another part of it. We have to address the vacant, the the tops of the shops that are all empty. And, and they're based their use under under design of 200 years ago when they were built and the design of 200 years ago was for the person who worked in that shop and that's how it worked he went upstairs to his bed and went up to his family but we've got so the architecture where we want to preserve buildings of its time then doesn't work now because we, we need open spaces now for apartments and everything else and it was last night it was very late in a place in uh, called out very late to a chap out in Gordon and it's a prime example of how it can't work anymore that the outside space is nil so the only create way to create that is to put balconies along the streets. So we have the desire, uh, we have the money and we can do it, Like, but we, we need to be doing up these tops of buildings and turning them into houses, one and two bed apartments. And uh, but we don't. Have, we just, the drive is not there to to actually do it. Like, and you're looking at Rathowney, and that's a prime example. Yeah, well, the, the, look, you could even come back to the to, to towns in our own county where yeah. you drive into them and, and there's nothing but houses uh, closed up. Yeah. Now, why? Why aren't the council or why in the government coming coming with some organisation and saying, right, we're going to to buy up these properties, we're going to put two bedrooms into them? Like, the, we have we've been incident in Stonyford at the moment now, whereas uh, this building was bought there a number of months ago, and there's three or four apartments going into it and it's it's brilliant to see it happen you know you, I was down there this morning right beside the post and I was po- uh, posting le- letters and uh, you know like in, in in a couple of months time like they're going to be finished and there will be people living in them and it brings a bit of life back into the street like. but you're recognising that you're from an area and you recognise the only way forward for business in that area or for the community itself which which makes up a business which makes up life of an area is to rejuvenate the whole thing and to do that then you have to come back with a different design and we have got to move away from structure being protected. That's of no great consequence, other than it's there 200 years. Yeah, but we, we, we just, we, we're not willing. Now, Andrew McGuinness was on. We have several politicians on. Georgia Cullum was on last week. Very impressive. Chap Clear, you know him. Very, yeah. very, Andrew McGuinness was on here one day. It was excellent like, to listen to him. The ideas. But are they hungry enough to drive it on? Are they able to drive it on? You'd love to see it happen, you know. You'd love to see it. Well, the consequences yeah. of not driving on is walking down High Street. There's a walk at the moment, Richie, and no one on it. Rosin Street, no one living on it. John Street, probably nobody living on it. So you have all these streets that are vacant apart from half-empty shops. Just that's mental. Uh, like, and and, and there's still quite a lot of properties, uh, probably, Fran, that, that are, are unoccupied. Yeah, like, no, they're all em- empty. The only thing I'd be hoping now is that, you know, with this COVID thing, uh, people have started to work from at home. And th- that's probably going to continue you know maybe for some people it might never I change for so. some people yeah, now, will people say to themselves now instead of going into the Cork cities or going into Dublin will I, will I move down the country you know better a better uh, standard of living buy property cheaper than I can buy it, buy in Dublin and is, is there a possibility of that, well, that, that happening I was asked that about a month ago had I seen it uh, in, in our own business and I hadn't really it's, it's usual some of that from talking Dublin talking but I am actually noticing some of it and I've noticed uh, people wanting to move from um, maybe densely populated if you want to call it if we have densely populated in Kilkenny where there's 300 houses 300 houses in the development wanting to get away from maybe out the country with nobody now that's that's, off, that's often a Grizzly Adams type of movement where a lad wants to see freedom and then recognises, well, jeez, I have to drive back into town ten times, so I can't. But your point is, like, we can actually... We have developments that are too big, but they're there. But 
our focus on new developments should be that they're laid out in a different way and they will community type of things. For small towns, if we don't address it, and I spoke to Michael Delaney out in Tullerone on this, if you, we don't address the Stonyfords, we're going to be in huge bother because there won't be a Stonyford. You'll be going around looking for kids to go to your school and eventually they'll close because mm. and if you look at the population of who's living on the main street in Stonyford, they'd be aged, they'd be elderly, they'd be an older older would, people. Yeah. 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 So they're there, uh, so you might have one or two second generation people coming in. But if, if you don't address it, then, then so there has to be acknowledgement that this can't work and say, right, let's do something about this and let's actually build it. Like, or Stonyford is gone and that affects, uh, I know I made a statement on this, Richie, you know, and you, uh, you might object to it as well. Uh, the last Hurland fella did, we said, where I said, the Catholic Church is gone um, due to bad press, uh, and coverage and maybe bad behaviour as well undoubtedly but we replaced it with lesser in Sky Television But and I think only for GA clubs the parish would be gone as well that feeling of belonging would be gone that ye, ye have the GA patch yourselves or whatever, but have, have, have introduced a belonging into society and it, I suppose if anything this COVID is after really bringing that back home to people because you know when you, when you were locked up for 8 or 10 or 12 weeks whatever the length of time it was and no one allowed into the GA grounds and all of a shot you know teams got back to train and people just love to go up they just sit on the wall and just watch the lads train and have a bit of a chat like just the only thing that keeps the parish alive I, I, there's nothing else in, in my book no, like the GA is so important in a rural parish it's, it's, it's just you couldn't put a price on it like. well, well there's a belonging isn't there oh yeah yeah, there is. There. I have to admit, Pat, I never had it, or uh, Pat, I never did, or you know, I, I never had that. And I just didn't for GA club, but you know. And the one thing I like now is, you know, maybe up to a number of years ago, there'd be ferocious rivalry between uh, clubs, and that's still there. Is it? That's still there. Look at we played this four three years ago in relegation game, and like, I went in hoping with you know, and you'd come out with gushes, but you know, but that that real. Uh, bitterness I don't like using the word I think that has you know got out of it you know it's a it's a lot healthier now and well, there's no look, room it's for great that. you yeah. have to have that yeah. bit of rivalry too like yeah, yeah. you have to have it we're, we're going to take a, a break Richie Richie Power is, is with us here at the moment uh, the Hurling legend but also I suppose a legend on the road because he's selling 42 years in 24 different cars he maintains but uh, joining us then is something that just happens he's on the, on, on the same day Richie came in is the Hurley Depot on John Street which to me is probably one of the biggest successes. I want to try and find out how 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 he actually done it because I just I couldn't. It's an amazing feat to keep it going and do what he did. So Gary Brickell is joining us, and we're going to be talking to Gary. And I know Richard have some sort of an input into into the, the maybe what Gary sells down in in the shop there. So we're back in a few minutes, and we'll come up with a quiz that you can actually come back to us on then as well. Thanks for listening. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, eighty-eight point seven FM. You're listening to Fran Grinsel on Kilkenny Today Business. Many all I've met is Frank There's fierce discussions about what sort of a question to ask. I'm not kidding you, Pat. It'd be easier. I hope the answers are easier than the questions that were found. <laughs> the question is a 50 euro voucher for Emma Langton down in John Street. Um, Harry, uh, Harry's Bar, or wherever you want to spend it. But uh, how many all? Did you give the answer to that? Did you? How many all earning medals that Frank Cummins has? For for anyone that doesn't have the, uh, no Frank Cummins, I know I do know he played the centre field, but you get it on Google anyway. If you Google it, how many all earning medals he has? If you text in, Pat, give us the number there, Pat, because oh eight six three five three seven seven eight two. 
0868-53-7782. There's a 50 euro voucher, can anyone can tell us? Um, and if, any, if no one can get it, we'll blame Richie Power anyway, because he could be trying to bring the voucher <laughs> home, you know? So. He's the only midfielder with that number of All-Ireland medals too, isn't he? Yeah, to win him in, in midfield, yeah. We're going to talk to... to a man that I don't know how he did it because the amount of Google reviews and, and stuff in, in, a, in what's relatively a small shop in John Street um, Gary Brickle you're welcome by and you own the Hurley Depot down in John Street how some achievement that's it uh, a shop in Glegany sells hurls and helmets and gloves and slitters what all the Kenny people want really so yeah, but uh, I'd say lots of lads try to sell them in sports shops but couldn't do it like you, your, your thing is geared towards that one sport or do you yeah, it is. It's I suppose in a bigger in a bigger sports shop trying to sell a few hurdles and stuff like that. When you've a bigger bigger range of stuff to sell, it, it's probably harder. We kind of went for the niche market as such. We don't really do anything. We don't do all the other, other sports stuff as, as such. But we just kind of keep it to the hurling thing. And in Kilkenny, as I said, it's it's the lifeblood in Kilkenny hurling. Five, you know, nearly five thousand reviews. That's an incredible amount of reviews. Oh, it's probably Facebook uh, likes, I'd say. It's hardly reviews. <laughs> well, it's Google reviews. That's yeah. what it is like. Reviews as to how many that's looked at. I mean, that's an incredible amount of people looking for you, like. Mm. Just, uh, the FBI wouldn't get as many as that, like. But for, for how you find it, like, how do you find business? What were you doing before you set up there? Uh, well, my business was in the truck game before. But again, as what you were saying earlier on, it was about buying and selling and business as such and it's no different you see yeah. people think business is complicated but it's not at all it's about consistency and about willing to graft yeah. and it's about knowing what will work or what will pay and if it doesn't you walk away you know so did, did are you married Gary? we are indeed, yeah, indeed yeah kids two, two girls 16 and 14 yeah hearts you might imagine 16 and 14 no, Richie's been through no, not too bad <laughs> many girls have you Richie? sorry many girls have you? two Okay, well, poor old Gary over there is a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old girl. Do you need to advise them on anything? Or <laughs> they'll, they'll look after themselves. Exactly. exactly. Well, Gary, you, you know, do you depend on clubs or do you depend on individuals to buy gear or what? Do you it's mainly the individual. What we get coming in is uh, the young lad who's grown out of a hurl or damaged or broke a hurl needs a, needs a replacement hurl. Are you doing that as well? Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't repair them, but they need a replacement hurl. So yeah. if they bro- break it, they come down to us and we have... We've ro- wide selection with over 300 hurls in stock you know what I mean so they have a choice different manufacturers of hurlies as well you actually so. keep them in stock mm, try it anyway yeah and and you have you have some fair makers you have star hurlies Murphy hurlies JK hurlies Martin hurlies there's a lot of them there it goes down to a massive list of lads who make hurls and supply them to you yeah and um, most of Michael Kenny like we have Matty Murphy we have James O'Keefe we always we have the star hurley as well but we also then have we have people coming in we have uh, Lash Galore from Wexford and we have a new guy now uh, Emmett Martin is his name up from Antrim young guy making hurls so it's it's nice to give him a, a, a twist as well and give him a start see how it goes well, well there might be a kick when, when some lad comes down from the north on a holiday and he sees one of the other hurls in the shop there because it, it's it must, <laughs> is it a tourist attraction like you're down from Langton's as well so yeah probably. people think people, a lot of people come in and ask us about tourists we, we don't get that many tourists in. no uh, maybe last year and the year before you might get you get the Americans in I don't know what don't know what it's about and try and talk them through it but as regards making a living out of out of the tourist would you ever buy yeah. it in Gary they buy a bit yeah but you, as I said you wouldn't be relying on them we rely on the club player coming in he needs a new helmet he, he needs a, a grip a grip for his hurley do you mean whatever he needs a few screws for his cooper helmet <laughs> that mm. kind of thing is, it, and it all adds up is, is, there, is there much done on the internet a small bit we have the website there since we started in 2016 but it's more of a presence to show people what we have again people like to come in and pick up a hurl they like to see, see the colour of the grip they like to try on the helmet they want to 
do all that kind of stuff, you know. Can I ask you, would, would you like to be in a shop where there was someone, um, you were sharing a shop where there was a lad making hurdles, or where the lad finishing hurdles, not out making them, he said, but finishing hurdles, or maybe where there was a lad doing wood turning as well, that, and, and you were the finished product of, would, would that work? Probably not, because if you think a guy's making a hurley, the last thing he wants is somebody coming in on top of him. Getting no work done. Yeah, getting no work done. He's, he wants to be there finishing the hurley. He has to make, he has to make his profit on his hurley. So if fellas comes in on top of him every five minutes, asking him what he's doing or showing me what you're doing, it'll work for a small while. But if, if you're trying to rely on that, it's not, there, you're not going to make the hurleys. Is there one of these shops any, in any other county? No. It's the only county like that. But I, I don't think you could, you could have it up and loud. No disrespect to that, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but you couldn't have it anywhere else, I don't think. Mm. What about Cork? Mm. Richie, you were going if around you there. Could, could you have imagined? Could, could, you, could you have envisaged uh, Gary surviving? Because he's there, he's at many years he don't know. We're Six, there since 2016, yeah. It's incredible, like four tough years. Which was interesting to hear you say, Gary, that I, I, I would have felt maybe that the, the tours would have been a, a big mm. part of your business, mm. like, you know. So it's I'd have been wrong there, like, you know. But um, look at it, it's, I, and I, I have to say, the one thing that I'm getting a great kick out of since the since the lockdown and since I went back on the road is listening to people that their businesses are going well because there's so many out there that are under so much pressure. I love to hear that saying, you know, we ran a golf classic there and we, we, we said that there was no way we are going to look for sponsorship because with the way things were. But, you know, the chap rang me last week and he said, look at Richie, he said, I'm, I'm mad busy all year. He's young at his hurling with us and he, he wanted to support the thing. Like, yeah. so yeah. I love to hear, you know, because it's, 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 it is tough out there for an awful lot of people. Yeah, it's, it's tough and, and I, don't get me wrong, the business is down compared to last year the year before and we keep our figures and records like we're definitely down a lot from what we would normally be but then that's because everything's curtailed like do you know what I mean so it's, it's surviving is, is what we are and well, what we like, will do you Gary know? can I ask you like how old are you 46 okay so I'm seven rich you're probably the same age like we're in our 60s and you look back and, and it's only 20, 20 years Tracy that's on to be 50 but we all know like <laughs> um, but but like when you when you look back Richie you go back on the business end of it isn't it hugely important that you have the Gary Brickles and the Hurland Depot on John Street coming forward because there's so many you must see a lot of businesses like it's a sad part of business business is going wrong and the amount of small business that I would have seen disappearing in, in the type of business I mean and look at I I'm not saying for a minute it's a small business but I love to see businesses where maybe it's being run by two or three people and I think they have a, they have a great chance like if yeah, they can, if they can open so, the yeah. door and, and, and get a market like but you're going to put you on the spot and ask you something now you mightn't want to answer it but success of business is a, is a, is a based on the effort made oh there's no doubt I, I always say this and I said this to my own young lads it doesn't matter how well educated you are if you don't get out of that bed on a Monday morning and put in the hours it makes no difference yeah and, and, mm. w- and one thing as well, if you're self-employed or working, trying to work a business, throw away the clock. Gary, can I ask you, like, Richie, do, do you see a laziness coming into <laughs> services because of COVID? Shops, some shops are closing early, uh, earlier than what they used to. Um, a lot of shops are closing earlier than what they used to. A lot of them are, but, but they probably have... It, it costs so much to run it for for that that hour that hour or two hours they mightn't they mightn't be making the the margin there to keep it open do you know mm. 
Yeah, I'd argue that because I know from my own... There's no point in putting people in, p- paying for staff that's going to be there for two or three hours extra and you're not turning the ball. Well, I suppose it depends on the size of the business it is. Like, if you're if you're a small business working with yourself or your wife or one other person, you tend to put in the hours that don't actually cost just as, that you mm. that you might lose money just to stay open, you know? Mm. Can you see... What do you see happening, Gary? Do you see things getting improving or do you see think we're... Well, again, again, it goes back to what you're talking about earlier on. It, it it's, depends what's going to happen, let alone in Ireland with Brexit, with all over the world. It, it's, it's 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 all dependent on what's going to happen next. If if we can, if we can keep going the way we're going, I think we should be okay. I often wonder, like we're so small, why we feel we need to invent a wheel when we can copy. We have the same size turnover as you know with the same size population as Manchester Greater Manchester mm. same size turnover I don't think is as big as California but, and, and just wondering why we have we need so many politicians to start with uh, <laughs> and you know you'd love to see some of them gone because I've never seen as many third rate third division people running anything like it's very sad at the moment I think anyone was Fianna Fáil we asked Deirdre Cullen this last week I'd be Fianna Fáil on my life I, I'm proud to say I, I shook hands with De Valera it's only a smaller but I did uh, Charlie Haw I meant Bertie Jack Lynch the whole lot Jesus, I, I just, I'm so disappointed like at the moment in, in the level of politicians that we produce, or maybe the level of people that are interested in going to politics, Rich. Would you do yeah. it? Would you go in? Would you? Could you ha- <laughs> well, were you ever asked well, to go in? No, there's one thing, one thing I, you know, I, I probably stood back in the background. I, I would have an interest in it, but I, I never had a really, you know, I never yes. I got to a stage where I went to meetings or anything like that, but... Uh, uh, the, big, the biggest concern I have, and I think it, it happened there in the last number of weeks, like we had two good politicians in, in, in my eyes and they were just hounded out of their jobs. Yeah, I agree and with you. Like, like, what person didn't make a mistake? You're talking about Barry Cowan, is it? Uh, Barry Cowan and Phil Hogan. Hogan yes, you know, yeah. like, very good at their jobs, like, and, you know, why should a man that made a mistake five years ago, and I think he paid his price, like, five years ago. Yeah. But, like, why, why did it come along now and, 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 and shaft him? Yeah, like, we have to be careful, lads, because you're going, you could have very, very good individual people, and they say to themselves, maybe, well, capable of doing these jobs. Do they want to get into that? Do they want to get into that circus? Your, your whole life, like, is 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 up there I, to be gone. Like you yeah. obviously use Google and Facebook and other things to drive on business. Mm. Okay, yeah. uh, you put yourself out there to be someone to say something that doesn't even know you, but they're entitled to say something about you. They can yeah. have a conversation and not know you. Like the likes of Phil Hogan, he was he is now judged on his last mistakes. No, his last mistake. Now, Phil Hogan, people find it easy to judge him anyway. I'd look at him in the general and think that he has to be exceptional to get the position he got in Europe. He has to be exceptional at, at, at arguing his point. Like, we, we call him, you know, you call him Tick Phil, you can call him whatever you want to, but the fact of the matter is he had to be good. But we judged him, media judged him and said, no, we don't want you. That's Dublin-based, driven. Yeah, but a lot of things is coming back to people doing stuff. Like, like I, I'm, I'm mindful on social media, what I'm doing. Like, I comment on Facebook or Twitter whatever you put in our Instagram and all those social media stuff but I have to be conscious of what I put up on it because it could be traced back to okay it could be Gary Brickle doing it as a dad of two kids or a husband but it comes back to you're the Hurley Depot owner of the Hurley Depot and it could go back and haunt you well, mm. well Richie, made, Richie, Richie Power made a comment there now about the two lads mm. yeah, Barry Cowan and, and Phil Hogan and if Richie was having a conversation anywhere backing up the two boys he could easily be and you're well known Richie like your own throughout Ireland and strongly in Kilkenny and the other two counties or two and a half counties that you call to half of Offaly or whatever left is bit then. but, but you, like, you, you could be asked well how can you talk like that when these people behave badly but I go back to the point and uh, you know 
tell me this tell me a person that hasn't made a mistake you know and we've all done it in times hasn't like, driven and had a couple of pints well, I'd, say, I'd say nobody I'd say myself I have anyway yeah look at like I made mistakes on the road over the years did you Rich? <laughs> but like the, the, the point I'm saying is and there was a retired judge on the, on the radio you know around the time of the controversy with uh, Phil Hogan and like he was kind of coming to the point that you know are we going to block very very good people coming forward to, to, to come into these positions and, and that is the danger like that has, has that happened already? It probably, it probably has. Now, look at if we come in here on a Friday night and lambasted uh, uh, club players or county players, that's not our job. Like we, we come in to talk about the GA and, and give our views on it. But you know, it's very, very easy to come in and be critical about everything. And I think our our, our RT are, are gone a little bit that way at the moment in 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 a crisis like. Like yeah. the, the country's in a crisis that we never thought for a minute we'd ever see. <clears throat> and you know, like it's going to need everyone pulling together to well, get course, yeah, back yeah. And, well, and get his well, Rich, I can tell you how bad it is in our game now. I called to an estate where I grew up in town, so everyone knows where it is uh, in, in, uh, at some part of New Park. And I was getting out of the car, two people, two people, got, two people that were viewing got out of separate cars. And they heard the person near uh, opposite say, he's not going to bring the two of me at the one time. And I was saying to myself, Lord God, I'm, uh, like, people are so quick to jump on someone that might make a mistake. Now, the same people were together. And, and I, I haven't forgotten that. And I was saying, how could they even think, because I'd be very generous to that estate, with different things I do and give time as well as everything else that someone would immediately lip on me with the hope that I was making a mistake and I said Jesus this is it. We're, we're gone so sad that everybody's like Phil Hogan you know Big Phil bullied his way through different things but always uh, I mean he was in Kenny he was a minister here for a couple of years and we had a ha another half of the ring road with Jeremy Barrick saved we had an extension on the hospital and we had the ring road done up as well and 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 like he was he was very much in the run for the big job in 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 the European Parliament. You know he did consider putting his name forward for the huge for loss. So like like you said there a while ago, you know you had to be very good at, at your job to get to to get that position. Oh, he has to be. To get to be there. Barry Cowan was one of the best lads I've seen talking about business, talking about what reality. Extremely intelligent, you'd know by him when he was speaking. Like, I mean, he's, he's way ahead of the Taoiseach as regards presence. Uh, you know, I mean, lads, um, it, I just feel so disappointed with our own party, Fianna Fáil, and you're looking at, it's just sad like what we're doing, you know. I can't understand where we're going to go, other than Fianna Fáil is finished, and mm -hmm. it'll join with fine gale, and we'll have a right and a left, and that's where we'll be. Mm -hmm. you know, well, you know of all the years that I gave on the road and, and you know, calling to people and calling into businesses and, you know, I think this this crisis is, is just something that no one ever saw coming down the line and I think it's going to need everyone pulling together and it's going to take a huge, you know, to, to, to get businesses back up and running. Could you get people to stand back, you know, Gary, stand back and just be nice to other people and recognise that nobody is perfect? Well, I think that's what we've got to have to, as, as Richard was saying, we're in a crisis and we all got to help each other. And that's, there's no difference going local and buying your local stuff. That's, that's what we've got to do, all help each other. Go to your club matches, make sure you're out there. If they need a hand, everybody has to help each other at this stage. There's no point in trying to find fault with somebody straight away. You know, find, find the good in what they're doing or what they're trying to do. No one's going to do it perfectly. Have you, have you found it easy to get help when you're, when you're getting going at that business? Do you find it hard? Because like, what, what part of the county are you from or where... I'm originally from town, but I'm living in Clare now the last 20 years, so... Okay. 
Would you be blowing still in Clare? Still, I'm still blowing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids aren't. The kids, are only, the kids are only there at 16 and 14 years. I'm there 20, but I'm still blowing. I was talking to a young lad today, this coach out there, Jim Langton, he was just saying, he's, he's still blowing after 20 years, like I was saying. When does that stop? Like? No, it'll never it stop. Doesn't. No, no, no. In small, no, no. small communities. No, it's no, incredible. But did, did you find it difficult to get help? Did you assistance, leader or anywhere else or any? No. County councils, how did you find it? We didn't. We, we Listen, with the, the... Just battled. Just battled, just had the idea get it going and did your missus work with you um, yeah yeah how important is the camogie end of it to you yeah I suppose when I have two girls playing camogie and it's great to have the camogie and we actually sell the camogie gear like we don't sell the the, the GA jerseys like that. so we, we, when the Kilkenny camogie started brought out their own jersey through Intersport I, I just I know somebody in it so I asked them would it, would it be a possibility we could stock them for them and they came on board and said yeah if you want to stock it so that's one of the things we do is and is that successful for you? It is, yeah. And like they have the away jersey, the home jersey. They have training tops as well. So, would you find the schools good to you, or, or could you get them good to you? Uh, sc- schools are not too bad. Like we, what we do as well, we do trophies and medals. So we get a lot of the schools See, at the end, end of the year, or different clubs want their trophies and stuff like that. So that's that's the kind of thing. It's, it's associated with hurling. It's associated with sports as well. Mm. Every kid likes to get a medal or a trophy. They're not the most expensive thing in the world either. So, what about the um, you know the for the want of a better word, the plastic hurls. You, you stock all those uh, composite hurls. Composite hurls, yeah. Yeah, and there's a bit of a market there. Yeah, there's a bit of a market. There, there's, there's different ones that have been out in the last number of years. There's been Reynolds hurls, there's been uh, eye hurlies, there's all this different yeah, one. Yeah. But I suppose the Cool Tech hurley would be still the most popular one. Like A lot of goalkeepers use that for puckouts. Now it's known. It's known. A senior. To, see, oh, yeah, yeah. without a doubt, yeah. And it's known to, the, when you hit the ball with the cool deck early. It's for goalies. It's known. It's proven to go Just further. Just looking in, like, would it hurt more than Ash Hurdle to get a slap up? <laughs> Probably would. That, they have town lads way of thinking yeah, yeah. something. But, but they have to break. You see, that's the only good thing. Would yeah. you get hurt? <laughs> what amazes me about our hurling, Richie Power and Patrese is, and you're the same now. Is when someone says, you know, when someone is shouting, Gary, get in close, you won't get hurt, and you're saying what? <laughs> and someone uh, is trying to break your knee, and you're saying, "Oh yeah, well that's true." You see, because the oh, the Pat. long swing, you get yeah. If get you get in close, run, and you, you won't get hurt. Yeah, if you, you get yeah. a run at a lad, sure you'll hurt him. It's when you're in close, you can't get. That's run very at funny. Yeah. You'd miss that stand on the line. Listen to the likes of Richie Power and these lads. It's actually very funny when you stand back and watch all the boys on the lines, the shouting and roaring, and that poor referee. He'd be better off in Iraq half the time because at yeah. least only one side would be at him there. <laughs> you have two sides at him. It's incredible. Like, Thank you, Jobber. I said. Oh, it is brutal. Yeah. Do you know, going forward, we're saying your own business. Like, you say, do you do something else? Do you, do you get into a different end of it? Or? Yeah, there was, listen, we're always trying to change and stuff like that, but it, it still comes back to the core thing. We actually tried a couple of different things in the business. It didn't work, so you take a loss and you put that aside. So, but you, you concentrate on your core thing, your your yeah. hurls, your grip, your slitters. You, 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 we'd always like to have the next thing that's going to be great for you. But you've just got to concentrate on your core thing. Like, there's no point in going off and us trying to do something mad in the place. Did you, you get a Richie Power slitter now? I've seen everyone else's slitter. Richie Hogan slitter, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a bigger but, Richie first. Yeah, you wouldn't use the word. You spoke. Um, you spoke about a team from the north area. You, you brought up about the north. There was a, a chap who used to come down to me. He got to know Richie when Richie was holding with Kilkenny yeah. and um, John Doherty from Ballycran. And uh, they came down one one weekend anyway, and they played us below in Hogestown on a Saturday evening. And we had a rice rice evening, like you know, we had sandwiches and tea and whatever in the in the hall. But they were they were crying out for hurls. 
and I don't know many calls I made. You, you, you wouldn't have been around at the time, but uh, I don't know many calls I made. Uh, and, and uh, anyway, on the Sunday morning, I went to three different uh, places. Matty Murphy and uh, Tommy Murphy and Glenmore was making them at the time, and. George Cullerton was making them in Templorum and we ended up alone George and everything that George had yeah, they, they, into the car and back to <laughs> back to Valley Cran <laughs> would, 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 would that have been smuggling or it could be next year smuggling <laughs> you know? yeah. there was probably no one in the north you know maybe doing them at the time like, you we're going to take a break Richie what was that question again eh? and then the All-Ireland medals did Frank Cummins win yeah Frank All right, uh, some of them might be getting mixed up because Richie Power has two All-Ireland medals and two All-Stars <laughs> <laughs> have you Richie <laughs> Have you really? <laughs> Do you know Look, he's wrong now, he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you done better. Three all, three and two. To she. But we're looking for Frank Cobbins. So many, uh, many I learned. Oh, he, and he played along with Reddy Kerr and the rest of them. You are sure he was. Great chunky. And yeah, yeah. I, he, uh, he was there. I had a great story about Frank. And it was, it was the greatest education I ever got. Um, we were, we were up and down in 82 and 83 like uh, travelling for the all Ireland. but he said to me um, come up to me one towards the evening he said are you doing anything Saturday he said uh, I said no I said I, I, I wasn't working with HV at the time uh, on a Saturday he said would you come off with me he said I want to, uh, I'm after taking on a job down in Cove and uh, it was in November anyway so we went in the dark and came back in the dark and you were, we were talking about education but I said if you don't get out of the bed and go work yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter what you have but um, we were, we were three stories up and then we were looking down into the sea but Fra the strength of Frank I, I, I never forgot he, he lifted a, a, a plank of timber uh, uh, up three stories up and I said the three of us now would be, we'd be at our best to go across the wall with it yeah, it was yeah. so heavy but yeah. he just picked it up and walked across the wall just and closed the eyes because he'll never be found yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, we have a 50 euro voucher for whoever can come up with, uh, to answer the Richie Powers question many all earning medals at Frank Come. Commons oh, we're back sorry 0863537782 we're back in a minute and we have Gary uh, from the Hurley Depot on John Street and Richie Powers sent on with us Kenny Today Business with Fran Grinson, who says it as it is. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Fran Grinson says it as it is on the Kilkenny Today Business Show. Jesus. We're after having a great crack here talking about hurling and different things in life. I'm joined with Richie Power hurling legend but on the road legend as well selling now for Britvic and still going at it Richie still doing a bit yeah. many more years yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. whenever they decide to get rid of me now yeah, Fran yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately the, the, there is redundancies or there is job losses in, the, in, in our business like, you know, has the to be with pubs hospitality trade yeah. Yeah. yeah did you ever see it coming back as it was the hospitality <sighs> look at I feel I feel really sorry for the for the the big the big players in the in 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 the business because you know like you take people that would have done well over the years but they invested an awful lot of money back into their business That's it. and you know they need the the two hundred head wedding you, you know to pay the bills like they're the they're the bread and butter of of the business and they get a, a, a certain amount of months in the year like to to get that type of business but it's not out there now you know so that's a huge concern for the for the for the big players two now. of the pubs at our side of town lean hands and pat carroll's undergone a huge uh, pat carroll's undergone a huge festive it was in it during the week there mm. fantastic like what's happening there so there's some of them still investing and see the future coming back so that's probably good uh, look 
look at lads, hopefully, hopefully, like that in a couple of years' time, we'll be looking back. And I think, I, think we're, I, I would imagine we're Irish, and, and once a bit of crack, and once we get the all clear, and once there's something that you can drink that and make you feel better, you're going to do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, whether it's legal or not, you'll do it. You know? yeah, look <laughs> well, maybe not down your way, Richie. But yeah, yeah, well, look at Fran, like, into, into part and parcel of a lot of people, like, you know, people maybe working hard all, all, yeah, all week, yeah. heading down just to chat, just to having a couple of drinks in the chat, and yeah, just to talk about something like that. Yeah, well, and that's what makes that's what makes life good. Look at Gary. We're talking to Gary Brickle from the Hurley Depot. I have to say, Gary, I looked at it for as length of time you're there and saying, "How is he doing it?" Like, and it's obviously you have some clever way of manoeuvring business because you, you, you're you're shy and successful. So it's actually whatever you're doing is working for you. Like. Yeah, seems be, yeah, it seems to be working. And again, as we said earlier on, obviously sales are down compared to what they were before. But it's it's just that you have to keep your you have to keep your finger on the pulse the whole time. You keep grafting. Yeah, keep grafting, keep working. But you just have to. See, see when things are going to change and maybe foresee when they're going to change. And yeah, well, I'm delighted. I really am. I'm delighted yeah. for you. Mayor Pat, have we a winner for, for Richie's question? Yeah, we had a good few wrong answers. A lot of people went, from, uh, went for well, there's winning, a posi- winning sorry, two Pat, all there's, there's a positive to that note. It shows the people are still honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going on Google. Like. <laughs> two All-Irelands and others went for five, but uh, the answer was eight. And Dennis Meany of Goresbridge. Dennis Meany of Goresbridge. Yeah. They're a cute out down there anyway, aren't they? they? Are, yeah. <laughs> Dennis's <laughs> uncle was uh, he was he the editor of the New York something one time paper over in New York. That's yeah. correct. That's yeah. correct. For anyone that's yeah. listening, I asked Pal Tracy for next week's lot of numbers because he seems to know everything. It's incredible. Like uh, it's really huge. Look at him. Delighted for you, Pat. And I get the numbers, they'd be more delighted. Oh. <laughs> Look at it. I want to thank everyone for listening in as well. A good old crack. Enjoy the two boys. This hurry depot. We hope it goes really well. And Richie, whatever you do going forward, I hope you know. Maybe politics is your thing, you know, but, uh, but I wish you well. I, Thanks for... I'll uh, pass on that now, Frank. Okay, There's <laughs> more money in it. Yeah, there's plenty of money in it, actually. Yeah. Look at, we'll be back next week, and thanks. It's repeated again. So good it's played twice. So it's on the morning from 9 to 10. Thanks for listening. It's Frank Grinson saying goodbye, and thanks for Pat Tracy for driving the show. We'll see you next week. says it as it is on the Kilkenny Today Business Show. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City 88.7 FM.